This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. I'm Tariq, a.k.a. the architect from Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about a Pappy Van Winkle dinner. I'm a big fan of Pappy Van Winkle. When someone gives it for me to, for free, uh, you know, we can't afford Pappy Van Winkle. We also got news about a long-awaited Italian restaurant that is now open. Uh, we also have uh, Anne's Cocktail to Try. We're going to talk about that. But we're going to kick it off with a new food truck over at Zocalo Food Truck Park. It is a Puerto Rican food truck, Anne. Um, you're a big fan of Puerto Rican cuisine? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so this truck, uh, story over in Milwaukee, is owned by two women, and it's called Las Vireas. And it's kind of a, it's, they call it kind of Puerto Rican fusion. The dishes, I was looking at the photos, and it looks fabulous. Apparently, our, our, uh, 88.9's Kenny Perez was there, according to the article. And like, Kenny didn't even mention this truck to us. You know that? Oh, jeez. Kenny. No, no love from Kenny. Like, I got to hear it from somebody else that he went there without us. Oh, but anyway, man. apparently he was very impressed with the, the food. Uh, a lot of really interesting dishes. But I want to get and talk about the logo. It's a great story behind a logo, according to the story. He uses an ancient symbol called a Taino, uh, the indigenous people of Puerto Rico. And the symbol, this, this symbol depicts Atabe, which is a female entity who represents the spirits of earth and fertility and its horizontal waters and tides. So the the backstory to this is really I, I love the I love the I love the story of the logo and the design. I love when people really bring it all together, not just the food, but the design, all the aesthetics. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the food you can get there. It's like amazing menu there's a boricua box which is a puerto rican rice pork tostones and green salad the one thing that pops up to me is the octopus salad there's a which features a vinegar vinaigrette pepper onion oil and octopus with tostones uh there is a tripleta sandwich which is a three meat lettuce pico de gallo cheese mayo sauce with fries um and it's uh, the sandwich features pork chicken and ham that's the three meats um, they also have a surf and turf item, which is a combination of shrimp and steak. They also have a churrasco, which is skirt steak, and a grilled chicken dish as well. They serve a variety of different beverages, like a house piña canada, which is basically a non a non alcoholic piña colada. Uh, I don't know why I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say I can't say non-alcoholic. I can say alcoholic, but you know, I live in Wisconsin. They also have flavored lemonades like strawberry and coconut, passion fruits, and other beverages. Uh, also, they have mofongo. Uh, if you're not familiar, you know what a mofongo is, right? I do. So it's like a it? it's like a deep fried plantain ball. Yeah, it's like mashed in a pion. Uh, kind of like a mortar and pestle. It's like different uh, seasonings. Like people can put whatever they want in a garlic and whatever, but it's like fried, mashed in this kind of mortar and pestle. Uh, there might even be chicharrone in there too. Yeah, traditionally, yeah. Chicharrone is in there as well. So if you're looking for your Puerto Rican fix, apparently our own Kenny Perez already got his Puerto Rican fix without us. 
definitely check out Las Vireas uh, over at uh, Zocalo Food Truck Park. Coming up on this bite, we'll continue our conversation with a, a new Italian restaurant uh, in Milwaukee's Cathedral Square. We also got news about a bourbon dinner featuring the famous or infamous, however you want to look at it, Pappy Van Winkle at the Fister. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. We've got a mission on our podcast, Urban Spelunking, and that's to show how every building tells a story. Hi, this is Nate Immig. And I'm Bobby Tanzillo. Even the buildings you think you know everything about are the ones that look like they're nothing special. They always tell you something unique about the city. Learn about Milwaukee through its architecture. New episodes of Urban Spelunking every Thursday from On Milwaukee and 88.9. Subscribe to Urban Spelunking in your podcast app and check out hundreds of past episodes in our archive. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest culinary podcast with the wonderful talent, lovely, lovely Ann Christensen and plain old Tariq here. You're Tariq a fan has of a- always got the best t-shirts. Uh, I do? The best yeah. fashion. Oh yeah, they, they call me the fashionista in Milwaukee. That's for mm-hmm. sure. They should. <laughs> uh, we got a new Italian restaurant, which is kind of uh, really focused on Sicilian and Southern Italian dishes that kind of had a soft opening early this week. But right. Safina, uh, I guess they've been waiting to open for months, you know, according to the journal Sentinel due to staffing shortages, which we mentioned that's been an issue of a lot of restaurants. I mean, I've seen places they had to, they're still doing it. I see on Facebook where people like they had to close a restaurant because they are short staff or a bar. Yeah. Still, fact- that is still happening. Yeah, I was going to say that I talked the other day, I talked to Giuseppe, Giuseppe Safina, who's one of the brothers that's opening Mm -hmm. or is running Mm -hmm. Safina. Um, And yeah, he was saying the staffing issue is terrible. And um, when I talked to him, he was in the kitchen and he was prepping. He was getting ready for service that evening. So yeah, it's tough out there. So it's located at 783. Uh, 75 North Jefferson Street in Cathedral Square Park. Uh, I'm a big fan of Sicilian food. The first time I had Sicilian food was at his restaurant Imadi in DC and Adam mm. Morgan area. And, and, and it was uh, I used to be a volunteer at this theater company called uh, DCAC, uh, District of Columbia Arts Center. Right next door, there was a place called Imadi, and we had a opening night show. Um, I did like the lights and and the backdrops and all that kind of stuff. So we had a party. And they treated, when I was a student, you know, I was broke, but they treated, I had this, uh, I think it was a steak or a pork. I don't remember. And I said, of course, I was probably a little tipsy, but I said, I screamed in the restaurant, this is the best piece of flesh I've ever had in my entire life. Oh my. Yeah. Like, it's flesh. I said flesh. Of course, I was, you know, there's a lot of wine happening that night. Okay. And, and being a college student, eating a bunch of ramen and Taco Bell, you know, so... Uh, I didn't really enjoy the Sicilian cuisine. I mean, this is over, man, this is like over almost 25 years ago. So. Wow. It's way before my time, Tariq. Yeah. Yeah. You're a baby. Um, so they're, again, we're, they're especially in Sicilian and Southern Italian foods. They have starters, salads, sandwiches, entrees, and desserts. Looking at the menu, uh, starters include, of course, bruschetta, not bruschetta, it's bruschetta. Yes, that's right. You are so, correct. Grilled portobello, roasted bell pepper, la clare, 
farm goat cheese and a balsamic reduction. They also have a, a rostito, a rostito, Sicilian roasted cauliflower, broccoli, chard, sweet peppers, and peppuccino oil. I love peppuccinos, man. I was at um, I was at Nessa Dorma. I had the um, artichoke oh, dip. Chicio. Did you get that appetizer plate? No, I got the 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 the, the artichoke dip. We had like a bunch of peppuccinos. Oh, okay, okay. I just love yeah, that. Their artichoke dip is good. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I just love the I love the the juice from the peppuccinos. That's, that's that's I love that flavor. But anyway, they even have a melanzana frite, which is a eggplant strip served with marinara sauce. Which uh, I, I'll have you know that Giovanni's, which is the restaurant that this family owned way back when, mm-hmm. which was on Van Buren and Brady for decades. They um, kind of popularized the breaded uh, zucchini. The no eggplant, um, eggplant strips. Eggplant, okay. Deep fried eggplant. They have sort of the kind of definitive recipe for it. I think. Oh, interesting. And then they have ensalata de mra, which is calamari, shrimp, octopus, kind of like a a seafood kind of. Let's seem like a seafood kind of salad. Yeah. I guess. Just, yeah. On their sandwiches, they have a Sicilian steak sandwiches. Uh, that's a herb breading, onion and mushrooms. They have a portobello sandwich. Um, entrees, they have a geo stuffed filet, which is a seven ounce center cut filet stuffed with provolone, prosciutto di prama, 18th month, caramelized onions. Uh, Brazino, which we both love Brazino, probably one of my favorite fishes right now. Okay, yes, but when I was talking to Giuseppe, he said he has changed that to swordfish. Swordfish? Oh, they need to update the menu. I don't like swordfish. I like swordfish, as long as it's really juicy. Yeah, because every time I've had it somewhere, it's not juicy. I never had a juicy swordfish in my entire life. So I have not eaten swordfish ever. I have, but um, it's more often dry, so that's the problem. That's why I might stay away from swordfish. But anyway, so they, yeah. they took the Brazino off. That's too bad. They also have a fruta de mar, black linguine, broda pesque, shrimp, calamari, octopus, calabrian chili. I love calabrian chili. Yum, 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 yum. Mm-hmm. I'm um, really excited to try this restaurant, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Yep. So it's soft opening. I'm assuming they're going to have a grand opening soon, but they're open now um, over on Cathedral Square Park. Next, uh, do you like bourbon? You like bourbon, don't you, Ann? No. You don't like bourbon? Oh, yeah, you're you're the tequila. No. Tequila shots. Okay. And tequila shots, Christensen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm a bourbon. So anyway, I'm a, bourbon, you love bourbon. I'm a bourbon fan. I, I love bourbon a lot. You know, uh, I love sake and bourbon. Those are my two favorite beverages that I like getting buzzed off of. So, Pappy Van Winkle, are you familiar with what Pappy Van Winkle is? Uh, I know that it is, it is extremely expensive bourbon. It's extremely expensive because they sell limited amounts. And there's a black market for it. I guess you call it a black market, aftermarket, after uh, where the bottles are normally not in the $1,000 when you buy it from a store properly, but mm-hmm. they can go up to like five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, depending on the age. Of Who the- can afford this? Uh, whoever can afford uh, million dollar mansions and stuff, I guess, you know, yes. whatever, you know, um, I've had several Pappy Van Winkles. I had the 10, the 12, 15 and the 20 years. I had a 20 years from a friend 
Um, that was like butter. I mean, that was the smoothest bourbon whiskey I've ever had at 20 years. The 12 year. It, no, I, I think 12 years is kind of overrated. I mean, the 10 years good. It's weird. The 10 years good. The 12 year, when I remember, I was not impressed with the 12 year. I, the 15 year, I can't remember the 15 year. I'm seeing like if I get the, I might as well get the 20 year if I get the 15 year. Probably because you had been drinking too much. Yeah. I don't drink. I sip it. Like, you know, I don't like, I enjoy it. I never got drunk off a of Pappy Van Winkle because I can't afford to get drunk off of Pappy Van Winkle. So uh, there's a dinner featuring Pappy Van Winkle at the Fister on June 22nd at 6.30 p.m. in the historic Rouge Ballroom. Uh, so they've been pairing with these various age Pappy Van Winkles with uh, courses and uh, uh, from the dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dinner also includes, uh, uh, you will receive a Knob Creek single barrel bourbon cocktail. Uh, the menu, let me go for the menu. It starts off with a house cocktail, which I just mentioned, featuring a uh, Knob Creek single barrel Mason Street Grill Mark Rubber selection. So they got a little custom uh, Knob Creek uh, barrel over at... Uh, at their uh, Mason Street Grill. And then it kicks off with a charcoal grill Langostinos. I love Langostinos. I know. You've told I me. Wish I, I, I wish know I, how you feel about Langostinos. No one sells them here. Unless, unless no. you're a restaurant to get them. Like, I used to get them. My dad used to get them when we were in South Carolina as a kid. And they're like they're like baby lobsters. Which I think that's kind of what that translates into. Kind of little lobster or something like that. But they taste like a little a lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has butter, sweet corn, and dewy cream lady pea succotash and a blue corn dodger. That's paired with the tenure old Rip Van Winkle, followed by a cherry wood smoked pork belly with honey mustard sprouts, slaw, Navajo fried bread, and pork skin cracklings. That sounds really, really porky delicious. And that's paired with the Van Winkle Special Reserve 12 year. Speaking of devil, uh, the next dish is a call roasted swordfish loin. <laughs> Spanish paprika, roasted garlic flan, uh, bres, cascarole, uh, potato, and uh, um, other ingredients. Uh, followed by, and that's paired with a 15 euro family reserve. Uh, followed by a cold roasted dry aged shell steak. What's a shell steak? I don't know. A shell steak that uh, I've never heard of that. Shell steak. Oh, it's a strip steak. It's a strip steak. I never heard of, of that term. Have you heard of that term? It's it's a New York strip with the bone in. That just doesn't. That's what it called. Yeah, I never heard that term. Interesting. I have not either. Thank Learned you something. for illuminating this. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That is a uh, featuring an ancho coffee rub, chipotle sweet potato gratin, Vidalia onion stack. Man, I love Vidalia onions. Black garlic bourbon bordes. Bordelais. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm not French. Apologize. Bordelais, yeah. Bordelais. I got it right. Yay! I'm French. Uh, That's paired with a Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve 20 year, and it's followed by a dessert, a frozen nougat glace with pistachios. So it features Makana almonds, dried cherries, honey, and a sour apricot gastriques. It's a Mm -hmm. nice menu. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot. I mentioned the cocktail. I forgot the thing with the cocktail. I completely missed it. It's a bourbon maple sugar cured Huston Valley Fragois starting off with the cocktail. Whoa. That's sounds pretty intense. And it's topped with grilled butter peaches, hot honey gastriques, bitter lettuce. Huh. Yeah. I haven't had Fragois in a long, long time. No, I haven't either. 
been a long time. I remember when it was like everybody seemed to want to do it if they could. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It was everywhere for a while, wasn't it? it? Seemed to be everywhere. Most of the fine dining yeah. establishments. It was. Yeah. So that's happening June 22nd at the Fister Hotel. We'll post links over at a website at radiomilwaukee.org. And to close out. So, wait a minute. Let's go back to this. Let's go back to this shell steak again. Yeah. So I think that it it goes by different names, a club steak or a New York steak, but I don't know that that's necessarily New York strip. Well, I'm reading the Wikipedia page. It's according to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, which I didn't know that existed. The steak is marketed under different names, including ambassador steak, boneless club steak, hotel style steak, Kansas City steak, top loin, veiny steak, and New York steak. Delmonico restaurant and operation offered one of its senior dishes a cut from the short loin called the Delmonico steak. Hmm. Due to its association with the city, it's often referred to as a New York strip steak. Okay. In New Zealand, Australia is known as a porterhouse or sirloin. But yeah, I never, I never seen that term anywhere before. I, I'm really intrigued. I, yeah. uh, I don't know if I'm going to see it more on menus or. Yeah. So this was on the Pappy Van Winkle menu. Yep, on the menu. Yeah, it said shell steak. Mm, interesting. Okay. And to close out, Anne, you uh, over on the Milwaukee Magazine website, you have a, a, a cocktail to try. So mm -hmm. what is the cocktail to try and where to get it? It is a special cocktail that Katie Rose over at Good Kind created. Um, it was something that she created for a, a benefit dinner at Sojourner Family Peace Center. So she decided um, when I was, I, it was funny because I was talking to her and I said, you know, Katie, we really want to feature a cocktail in an upcoming issue. And we just started talking about this one that she did that is so cool because it it also uses um, ice cubes that have edible flowers inside. Um, and that's what kind of like gives it its incredible visual appeal. Mm. It's really, really pretty, but it's, it's kind of um, a lower alcohol type of drink. And it sounds like it's, it's a really interesting combination of things. So it's a Spanish vermouth, a plum sake, bitters, mm. tonic, and then a, a homemade celery shrub. And this is topped off with cava. So this is a special thing that she's doing. And uh, yeah, we got to feature it in, in our most recent issue. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's really, really beautiful. And also um, a percentage of the cost of this cocktail will go to benefit Sojourner Family Peace Center. So that's really cool as well. Cool. Nice. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's longest culinary podcast. This Spice is produced and edited by Kiri Salinas with support and generosity from our membership. Please remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. Check out This Spice wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, NPR, Spotify, or from our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. Keep the Malord cold. Have a good weekend, Anne. And keep the Peppy Van Winkle cold. Should it be cold? You can Pappy put a little cube in it. I like it neat. Like Pappy, I, I you sometimes you want to put you want to have a little water to open it up. Mm -hmm. Right. But I wanna I would not put a whole ice cube in a Pappy. Yeah.